Well, hello there, and welcome to our very first Pastors Q&A. I'm Pastor Ryan, this is Pastor Jeremy, and we are excited to answer your questions. And so the first question that we have um, is from one of the younger members of our congregation, and it actually uh, has to do with the series that we've been in. So we've been in our series about Moses and the Torah, uh, looking at the life of Moses and the Israelites in the Old Testament. And uh, one of our kids asks this question. He says, "What? why did God choose Moses to set the Israelites free? What do you think? Well, uh, interesting question because uh, whenever God uses somebody in a way that's significant, we always wonder, well, why did they choose him? Was there something that God saw in them that he could use? And that's why they chose uh, them. And so with, as it relates to Moses, we don't have a list like that. It wasn't as if God said, hey, I'm watching Moses and I see he has some unique leadership ability that I can tap into. It doesn't say anything about that, actually. It, uh, well, in terms of his character, uh, it mentions much later in the story that he was very meek. Um, but right off the bat, you see that he had a speech impediment of some kind, and he clearly was not very uh, eager to even take on this responsibility. <laughs> so yeah. he, uh, he actually, what you see more with Moses is flaws rather than a- admirable attributes that God could use. Um, and, and so as it, that teaches us something though, is that we, who can God use, mm-hmm. right? Who, who, how, why would God use me? Why would God choose me? And the answer, the short answer to the question, why did he choose Moses to free the people is grace grace. God uh, generally doesn't choose the strongest. He chooses who he chooses. First Corinthians uh, chapter 1, uh, verse uh, 28. Uh, actually, where is it here? First Corinthians 28. For consider your calling, brothers. Uh, not many of you were wise according to the worldly standards. Not many were powerful. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, even things that are not, to bring to nothing things that are, so that no human being might boast in the presence of God. And because of him, you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness and sanctification and redemption, so that as it is written, let the one who boasts, boasts in the Lord. So we see Moses being utilized by God in the story of the Exodus and beyond. Again, not because uh, he was the right man for the job and had all the right skills, but because God chose to use an imperfect person to do extraordinary things. And he does the same thing for you and I. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. I think um, one thing that is unique about Moses, um, obviously God God knew his plan for Moses long before Moses was born, right? True. And so, but Moses, he did um, have a, and one of the reasons why I think we have a, such a, a lengthy account of the story of the life of Moses, it wasn't like he just shows up on the scene as an adult and God says, all right, I'm going to choose you, you're going to set these Israelites free. Um, but Moses, he was born, obviously, as a Hebrew, as a Hebrew slave um, during the genocide of the Hebrew boys, and then was put in a basket, sent down the river, and God just supernaturally protected him through that and brought him into Pharaoh's household. And so he, Moses uniquely, was a member of the Hebrew people and a member of Pharaoh's household at the same time. And so one thing that I think is cool about Moses is it actually um, points us to the incarnation of Jesus in a similar way, right? Jesus is truly God, 
He's, he's got, you know, one foot in heaven, so to speak, and one foot on earth because he's truly human as well in the same way that Moses was a true Hebrew, mm-hmm. a true Hebrew slave, and from the house of Pharaoh. Yeah. And so God was able to uniquely use this, uh, the, he was able to uniquely use his position, having nothing to do with who Moses was and how awesome he was, but he was still able to use him to liberate his people in the same way that Jesus was able to give our ultimate liberation because he was truly human and because he was truly God yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. And um, even though it was not um, specific attributes, he was looking, God was looking for to use. And only if he found those attributes, could he use them? Yeah. At the same time, God used the unique aspects of Moses's life and the things that he learned and utilized those in bringing about his plan. So he doesn't waste, you know, he didn't waste anything in Moses's life. You know, there's um, the Moses experienced, um, you know, a, he had a certain kind of upbringing that I'm sure helped him. That was different than his Hebrew brethren mm-hmm. as he grew up in uh, Pharaoh's household. Uh, also, he was very humbled. Remember when he, when you first see Moses sort of discover who he was, he tries to take matters into his own hands, kills an Egyptian, mm-hmm. and then runs to the desert, <laughs> runs to the wilderness and uh, hides for a long time and experienced an incredible humbling. He was a shepherd for 40 years. Mm-hmm. And then comes back after having an experience um, uh, with the burning bush. And so there's, you see how God uses all aspects of his life. He doesn't waste any of it. And the same is true of you and I, mm-hmm. meaning that, um, you know, what, why did these things happen? Why did I have the childhood that I had? Uh, why, did, why did I experience this or that? It's not that God had to do it that way so you would be useful, but he's not going to waste anything. Yeah, and he'll use anybody. Yeah, it's all about his grace. That's right. Just this past Sunday, um, we talked about the story of Balaam and his yeah. donkey, right? Mm-hmm. And if God can use a donkey, somebody as dumb as a donkey, then yeah. He can certainly use me. He can yeah. use you. He can use Moses. Um, I love what uh, Deuteronomy seven says, and this is talking about um, why God chose Israel, and mm-hmm. I think it's a similar yes. thing Perfect. for why God chose His people. And it says this: um, God says it was not because you were more in number than any other people. Uh, that the Lord set his love on you and chose you. For you were the fewest of all peoples, the weakest. In a similar way, Moses, he was a convicted murderer and a mm-hmm. shepherd. Um, and then right after this, though, it says this, it's, it is because the Lord loves you and because the Lord is keeping the oath that he swore to your fathers, that the Lord has brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the house of slavery, from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And I think it's similar with us, right? Why did God choose you? Why did God choose me? Why does God choose any of us? Because he loves us and because he's a God who keeps his promises yeah. and he's a God who delivers us from slavery. Amen. Nothing to do with us, everything to do with him. Yeah, yeah. And in the, as we rest in the reality of that love, that is how Moses clearly made a huge impact on his mm-hmm. generation and beyond. We're still talking about him today. Yeah. That's <laughs> a little bit crazy. Later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, thousands of years later. Um, and how will God use us? Is it not if we're trying to just be the best, but as we rest in his love, we're liberated to um, be to reflect his glory in a way that actually does make a real eternal difference as we see his kingdom come in our life. Good. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this first episode of the Pastor's Q&A. We encourage you to uh, submit your questions to us. You can text them in or you can email us or drop a question in the question box. We'll see you next time.